What? In the new life. <laughs> What was it like? It was like it was a life of helplessness and hopelessness, and we had to follow our companion. Baba had become our companion at that time, and we were his companions. He was our companion. The only thing that, although he was a companion, he had he had one he had one thing in his hand, and that was that. Whatever orders I give you, good or bad, you must obey them implicitly. That was the only thing. The rest, he was a companion for all things and everything around us. We had to go on foot. We had to beg for our food. There is no such destination or as such. He would say, "Now this is time that we should rest. So well, we rest. Where? Where do we rest? Under the shade of a tree, or in an orchard, or somewhere like that." Or sometimes in cemeteries, wherever we are at the time, it's like that. But in that life, there was that great feeling of a little semblance of real freedom. What real freedom could be was experienced at the time. Just a little flavor of it, and it was known as the life of helplessness and hopelessness. Whosoever opted for it, a free to accompany him. That's what he said. So we accompanied him, not because we wanted to lead a life of helplessness and hopelessness, no, but because we wanted to be with him. Whatever we followed in his footsteps, that's all. But eventually we found out that what helplessness and what help, what hopelessness. It was something great. Have you read the tales of new life? Yes. Yeah. I just wonder when you were. Feeling at the time. In the in the in the beginning, there was no. In the beginning, as I told you, the first feeling that we had is had nothing to do with our beggarly life of begging or wandering or gypsy life, whatever he called it. Nothing. Our feelings were that well, wherever he is, we want to be. That's all. That's how we followed him. But he implied that that it will be a life of helplessness and hopelessness. We'll have to beg for food, and if you happen to fall ill there or about to die, we'll leave you there on the road, and we we continue with our. If you are agreeable to that, then you come. But we found that it was something quite different. It was not that. Being our companion, he would take great care of us, and we had to take care of him. He would beg for us. We would beg for him. He would work, we would work like that. Comradeship. That was in the beginning. But then, really speaking, we realized his authority and divinity in new life when he said that I am just an ordinary man. In the beginning, we took him to be a master, a realized person, and all that. So that's what the people called him, Sadguru, and all that. Just as we say, Jai Baba, Sadguru, Avatar. No, there was no question of Avatar. He had not revealed to us who he is. He was just a master to us at that time. So we would say, we'll bow down to him and we'll revere him and respect him and all that, but not knowing what it is. But his authority came through in our life of helplessness and hopelessness. When he would send us out, you see. Go and find some man who will be able to feed us. Tell him, 
that we are 25 in a party, and is it possible for him to feed us? But which man? You know, on the road, any man, you feel, feel, you feel like asking somebody, you find out. And two of us would go out, and we'd like to feel that, yeah, we feel like asking this man. So we'll ask and say, oh yeah, how many you said? Twenty-five people to be fed? Said, yeah. So where will you come for the food? Said, no, you have to bring it. And another condition is that, well, you should not want to know who we are or who is our other companion or who is our elder brother or ancestor, nothing. You just, at the other side of the road, you leave the food there and we'll take it. What time will you eat the food? At the usual time when the food is cooked, you bring it. Is it possible for you? So, yes. And that's how they did it. Not only with supplying food, but also sometimes we say that, well, it would have been better had there been a little pickle there, you know. <laughs> that was our begging, life of begging. <laughs> that later on, later on, it, Baba showed us how it is. We want. Then Baba says, go and ask somebody for, we want to be here at this place for about 10-15 days, will they be able to spare a bungalow, a big bungalow or something like that? And we did get it. Go and ask them for four first-class tickets and the rest of them, the tickets, railway tickets, you know, for long distances. He says, yeah, we'll give you the money. No, we don't touch money like that. You'll have to buy the tickets for us. He says, okay. What time the train, early morning train, so that's how it would be. And that's how we got an insight as to who our companion is. Because there are such instances that book reveals to you what it is all about. Do you sometimes have people who would say no, or did you always find people who would say no? When we go and ask such persons, it is always, always yes. But when we would go out for begging and all that. Some of us were turned out, turned down, driven out. Well, you seem to be like wrestlers and you have come to beg here, can't you work and all that sort of thing. Yeah. It didn't happen with me, but there, were, there was Dr. Nilkant and there were other people who felt that, that they were driven away. But when he would send us out, with this command, to go and ask somebody to do that. But the most amazing fact of it was that when he went, he told me, I wa he was the one who told me to go to that particular person there and say, he was an eye surgeon, a specialist in eye operations and all that, to go and ask him whether it is possible for him to give in begging, mind you, we call the word bhiksha. It's offered to a beggar, a camel, a white horse, two cows, a camel cart. And of course, I immediately said, yes, but it will take some time. No, we want it within this period, time period, within a week. But I can get all these things within a week, but what about the white horse? that doesn't have any blemish at all, everything should be absolutely pure white. So that will be difficult. See, but you try to get it, it's all right. And we did get it. 
So he said that I will get you. And then he says, no, Baba says, I won't accept it unless you accept our dirty clothes in return for that. So that was the first time we then, we had gone in our clothes and then we changed the clothes and then Baba told us to wear the robes and the turban. So before that, the clothes had to be discarded. So they had to accept those, that family had to accept the dirty clothes in lieu for all the camel cart and horses and what you call the cows and all that stuff. So that was funny. And he did that. But before doing that, he said, well, the one who sends you these little orders, he was a bit intrigued. He says, will his clothes be in that? So I said, I don't know. I'll go and ask him. So I did, I did go and ask Baba, he says, this, what to do now? So he says, yeah, there will be my clothes too, but tell him that the clothes will be there, but it won't be kept separate. They will be all mixed up. It's for you to find out. Did he know Baba's identity? Uh, no, he didn't know it. But who could say such things? You follow? A rational mind can reason out. How dare can somebody ask a stranger like that and make one do that? He means accept whatever is being ordered. So he must be somebody great. So can I have his old clothes? I mean, that's how it is. <laughs> he would have done the same thing in America had he be, had his advent taken place in the States. Well, he would have had the consciousness change first. <laughs> I doubt very much here because he will have his way.